listening to the Broadcast Basement On Demand Radio Network. It's the podcast in the Broadcast Basement. Broadcastbasement.com. Coming to you from the Whitney City Slam Studios in the southwest suburbs of Chicago, this is Whitney City Slam Podcast. Welcome on in everyone, Mike Pankow here, the founder and editor of WindyCitySlam.com and the host of Windy City Slam Podcast. Welcome on in to episode number 189. We are getting really close to that magic number of 200. There's a big weekend coming up at local wrestling with events from freelance, crash-tested wrestling, and all-heel wrestling. Plus, we welcome, for the first time, a two-decade veteran in the business who's worked Central Illinois and even some in the Chicagoland area, a violent man of many nicknames, the Slaughterville Plague, Gavin Alexander. Get all that right here on Windy City Slam Podcast. Stay tuned. It's your boy, FTC, Frank the Clown here. And you are listening or doing something with your ears to the Windy City Slam podcast. Frank the Clown's been a guest a couple of times. Will I be a guest again? Oh, I don't know. Get the check ready, Mike. (laughs) Attention! Windy City Slam is looking for a few good tag team partners to advertise on Windy City Slam podcast and WindyCitySlam.com. Get your product or service notice with pro wrestling fans. Affordable rates that fit your budget. Message us on Facebook, X, or Instagram, or email Mike Pankow at WindyCitySlam.com. That's M-I-K-E-P-A-N-K-O-W at WindyCitySlam.com. Hey, this is Trevor Outlaw, but you bozos can address me as you are as rudely, and you're listening to the Windy City Slam podcast, and you can check it out every Tuesday. Oh, wait, I've been on this like five times. I should know this by now. Either way, not getting paid enough for this. Windy City Slam podcast. Check it out on Tuesdays, and you never know when Trevor Outlaw is going to be back. Back here on Windy City Slam podcast. And first of all, I just want to mention the PWI 500 came out last week. I get the issue digitally. I've been a subscriber to the digital edition for the last few years. And for many years, I was a newsstand buyer of PWI since 1987, right around WrestleMania 3, I got into the magazines, and I just love it. I think PWI does a great job with professional wrestling. And congratulations to some of our Chicago brethren getting spots on the list, including Gringo Loco and Robert Ego Anthony, Storm Grayson, GPA, among others. And Warrior Wrestling has so many guys that have competed at Warrior Wrestling on this list. It's got to be close to 100 of the top 500, I mean, I didn't even count. I'm just guessing at this point. And every time I flip a page, like, there's another guy that performed at Warrior. There's another one that performed at Warrior. And to the staff of PWI, it is a huge undertaking. And I can appreciate doing all that. And doing the Chicago scene on this podcast is a huge undertaking as well. Don't get me wrong. But what PWI does is just amazing. And finally, over the last couple of years... Sam Adonis is getting his flowers. He's ranked 70 in this year's PWI. And that's a guy who has been under the radar and underappreciated for a long time. 
by media and other folks in the business, people like me who have actually seen Sam and actually are friends with Sam have seen that talent and appreciate what he's done. He's not just Corey Graves' brother. He's Sam Adonis, international superstar. And congratulations to Sam on being number 70 in the PWI 500. And that issue should be coming to newsstands very soon, probably in the next couple of weeks or so. So be on the lookout for that. Or you could subscribe now online and get the digital edition, which is awesome. All right. And coming up this week in local and regional Chicagoland area wrestling, Friday night, September the 22nd, we have ICW Milwaukee's Insane Warfare at The Bar in West Allis, Wisconsin. And I had no idea until friend of the show, High Five Tom, told me that The Bar up in West Allis in suburban Milwaukee in the heart of Packer country is actually a Bears bar. Wow. Pretty cool. And then Friday night, September the 22nd, Freelance Wrestling presents Once Upon a Time in Freelance at the Avondale Music Hall on the northwest side of Chicago. And the match that I'm really looking forward to is Trevor Outlaw versus referee Dan Perch. And Matt Nix is the special guest referee. If Perch wins this match, Trevor Outlaw has to serve the rest of Perch's suspension. If not, Trevor Outlaw goes on his way and Perch is still suspended. Should be a whole lot of fun, and it's been a, a thing that's been going on the last few months, and Trevor has not had the best success in freelance wrestling this year after main eventing and main eventing a few times a couple of years ago before his knee surgery. So this is going to be interesting, a lot of fun. And if you don't have a ticket for Avondale Music Hall, you can check it out live at IWTV. Plus, we're going to see freelance world champion Storm Grayson and freelance legacy champion Brian Keith Team up against Bangin' Matthews in what should be an absolute banger. And for the Freelance Tag Team Championship, GPA and Laney defend against the all-star team of Swaggle and Colt Cabana. The red-hot Cota Hernandez faces Rico Gonzalez. And the scramble match features the ace, Isaias Velasquez, everybody's friend Chico Suave, Acid Jazz, Robbie Reeves, Salem Crane and Reagan Lydale getting a shot on the main card of Freelance. This is going to be awesome. A great mix of talents in this match. And don't sleep on Salem Crane. He's a guy I've had on the podcast before, along with his cousin Jordan Cross. He's co-holder of the SSW Tag Team Championship. He's been a multiple champion up in Wisconsin. Really cool dude. Really cool character. So you're going to have fun watching Salem Crane on Friday night. And then we have Shaza McKenzie versus Shoko Nakajima, and Dylan McQueen faces Darren Corbin. Saturday, September the 23rd, Black Label Pro presents Turbo Graps 24, a doubleheader event at the Berwyn Eagles Club in Berwyn. This is going to be a fantastic show. And for the Black Label Pro Midwest Championship, we're going to see Calvin Tankman defend against Levi Everett. And they've crossed paths before in Black Label Pro and... Levi Everett pulled off the impressive victory in one of the matches before, so this is going to be really interesting. And then we have the 24-person tournament. And here's the field for that tournament. We have Black Label Pro champion Cole Radrick, who has to defend that title throughout the tournament too, which I think is really, really cool. And his opening round match is against former AEW star Sonny Kiss. 
We also have Black Label Pro Tag Team Champion Davey Bang, former NXT UK star Zaya Brookside, Xavier Sky, Trevor Outlaw, Puff, Kevin Koo, Joshua Bishop, Matt Makowski, Trey Lamar, Rachel Armstrong, Rico Gonzalez, Aramis, Shaza McKenzie, Brogan Finley, Eli Isom, Young Jay Lee, Matt Brannigan, Isaiah Moore, Sawyer Wreck, Filthy Tom Lawler, Camaro Jackson, and Hayden Backlund. A packed field for Black Label Pros TurboGraphs 24. Check that out. This shows at noon and 4.30. It's a doubleheader event once again at the Berwyn Eagles Club. And if you missed it, on our Windy City Slam YouTube channel, we grabbed a quick interview with Black Label Pro owner and promoter Mikey Blatton. Check that out now on our YouTube channel. Saturday night, September the 23rd, we have Crash Tested Wrestling's Aftermath at the Dean and Barbara White Community Center in Merrillville, Indiana. Bell time is 6 p.m. And we talked a little bit about this show last week with our special guest, career killer Chris Miller, and he is involved in this high-stakes main event tag team action where crash-tested wrestling champion Cody James and all-day Marche Rocket team up against the Kang, Miles Mercer, with C-Red, and Chris Miller. The winner of the fall gets a championship match versus Cody James at a future crash-tested wrestling event. However, if Cody gets the pin, he can choose his next opponent. It's basically a fatal four-way match disguised as a tag team match. And it's going to be a lot of fun. And you might have partners breaking up pins of their own partner. I mean, this is going to be crazy. And then we have the crash-tested wrestling tag team championship where the plague defends against the Bro Bros. The ARC of Shaq Jordan and D'Angelo Steele face no coast of Joey Blues and Brian Crazer. Dazzling Donnie takes on Pierce, and we have Joseph Von Yager versus Muggsy James, and hopefully you got that name right. Amazing Turtle faces Jared Estrada, and the Chasing Destiny champion, Jay Thunder, takes on attorney Eric Schultz. Also Saturday, September the 23rd, we have Janesville Wrestling Alliance, Super Pro Wrestling up in Janesville, and Saturday, September the 23rd, up in Wisconsin as well, we have GLCW's Down the Middle at the Lincoln County Fairgrounds in Merrill, Wisconsin, with special guest, legendary referee Earl Hebner. And on Sunday, September the 24th, we have Ileana Pro Wrestling in Richton Park at the VFW. The lovely Miss Larkin will be the guest, host, and GM of the show. And Sunday, September the 24th, All Heel Wrestling presents Total Anarchy at the VFW Post up in Woodstock. That's All Heel's new home. And the matches are as follows. We have AHW World Champion Metalhead against Lizard Man Nile. And the last time those two faced off in an AHW ring, and it really did not end up well for Lizard Man. So my thoughts and prayers are for Lizard Man heading into this almost impossible looking task. And then for the AHW Midwestern Championship, and this is going to be a really good one. Paulie Tomaselli defends against Matteo Valentine, the former All-Heel Wrestling Champion. And I got a chance to see these two wrestle once before for Fusion Wrestling back in May. That was one hell of a match. And this is going to be interesting to see what they do this time. We have the Northland Pro Champion, Eric Schultz, taking on FXB. 
AHW Tag Team Championship, we have Country Air of Doc Simmons and Zach Hendricks. And I believe it's their first title defense as they face Joey Mayberry and a partner of Joey's choosing. And then we also have Missa Kate against Lily La Pescadita. Cody James takes on Jax Johnson. Plus, you'll see Moondog Murray, Mario Pardua, and more. And what are we going to see and what's going to happen in the ongoing saga with King Torch, Trademark, and Daylight? Stay tuned. And also Sunday, September the 24th, we have a couple of Lucha shows in the area. Lucha Libre Total at the Berwyn Eagles Club in Berwyn. And Gali Lucha Libre at Walther Christian Academy at Melrose Park. And that show features all three members of the former WWE group Lucha House Party. Samurai Del Sol, Lince Dorado, and Metal Leak will be in the same building on Sunday. So that's going to be really cool as well. All right, coming up next, we welcome for the very first time the Slaughterville Plague, Gavin Alexander. Stay tuned. My name is Storm Grayson. I'm your freelance wrestling world champion, and you're listening to the Windy City Slam podcast. Want to get more customers for your business? Promoters, do you want more exposure for your upcoming event? Windy City Slam Podcast can be your tag team partner. Advertise with Windy City Slam and reach wrestling fans in the Chicagoland area and in the Midwest. Message us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, or email Mike Pankow at WindyCitySlam.com. That's M-I-K-E-P-A-N-K-O-W at WindyCitySlam.com. SSW Tag Team Champion, the Punk Rock Prince, Jordan Cross, here live at the Broad Stop in Kenosha, Wisconsin. And you are checking out my best friends over at Windy City Slam Podcast. Mike Pankow, you are the man. Make sure to subscribe, like, follow, share, and everything else. And you can follow me at The Jordan Cross. I am the Punk Rock Prince. Thank you. All right, back here on Windy City Slam podcast this week, and I'm so very excited to welcome, for the very first time, a two-decade veteran in the wrestling business. He's worked Central Illinois and even some in the Chicagoland area. Ladies and gentlemen, the Slaughterville Nightmare, Gavin Alexander. Gavin, how you doing? Thank you for having me on, Mike. Yeah, long time coming. I'm in a great, I'm in a great mood today. That's awesome. Long time. Oh, that's good for everyone else. Yep. <laughs> that is good for everyone else. As we know, uh, as I was watching some of your promos leading up to our interview today, and we'll get into that in just a few minutes, but a few months back, you were wounded in the leg, I believe, right? As you took a gunshot wound, and it was just centimeters for perhaps being a lot worse. So how did it all happen, and what did it take to work your way back into the ring? All right. Time to relive it. May 13th. At 2.50 in the morning, an assailant unloaded 17 9-millimeter Glock cop killers into our house. Yes. There was myself and six other people in this house at the time. Yes, I'm the one who got hit. Yes, I'm okay with it. I fractured my shin, and it was under two inches away from my femoral artery. Which, if it wasn't for the fuzz from the couch, because I was sitting on the couch, because we were actually discussing the show we were getting ready to have that night. 
if it wasn't for me sitting on the couch and having the stuffing from the couch pull through that uh, gunshot, I would have bled out and I wouldn't have been here today. Jeez. Now, you asked what it took for me to get back to the ring. Mm -hmm. A lot of hard work. I'll admit it, I'm not the first one to really follow authoritative figures. So my doctor was not getting me to cooperate with him. He's like, oh, you need to stay off your leg for, you know, months. And I get told at first when I showed up to DMH, I was told I would never walk right again. My wrestling was career was over. My leg was shattered. Get to another hospital. They tell me that I have a hole this big around my or through my shin. And then it would be like six months to a year, if ever, I would walk right or wrestle again. Get to a specialist. He looks at me and starts giggling. I was like, what's up? He goes, you should have sued both hospitals because you only got a fracture right down the middle. Six months, a year tops. You will walk right. You will wrestle again. I looked at the doc and I kind of giggled. He goes, what's so funny? I go, I give it two months. And I rehabbed it myself. He only wanted me to have a 30% range of motion on the leg brace. I turned it all the way. He wanted me to walk with a walker. I walked with the cane. He didn't want me putting pressure on it. I was doing squats, lifting my 19-year-old son up on my shoulders like a torture rack. And I was squatting with my son on my shoulders. Wow. I was going to the gym doing leg presses. I was maxing those out. Did it hurt? Yes. Do I still have issues because of the shooting? Yeah. I'm I'm a walking time bomb. I ain't gonna lie. But what the fans can guarantee, no matter if they like me or hate me, no matter if they wish the bullets would have ended my life, when I step between those ropes, 150%, I give it every time, without fail, Ferrari engine shoved into a Sherman tank. That's what they get when they see Gavin Alexander. And you mentioned one of my uh, monikers, the Slaughterville Nightmare. I've, I've got many monikers. Uh, the Messiah of Violence. The Slaughterville Plague. Mm-hmm. There's many more. I just, we've talked recently, you know, I'm kind of here and there trying to get everything rolling again. Mm -hmm. So you were ready to roll in July. And one of your first appearances back in the ring was during a battle royal at WAW North America's A Night to Remember. What was it like to get back in the ring in that battle royal and tussle around with some folks again? It was surreal. If people get the pay-per-view, and they see the Chi-Town Invitational Battle Royal. I was the last one to walk out the curtain. I had to stand there a minute and look around because I didn't even think I would be there. I honestly did not know. I was questioning my willingness to get back in the ring, my, my anger, my fire, my drive. I was questioning all of it. But the minute I heard that music hit, I stepped out of that curtain. I seen all those opponents in the ring. And I seen all the people in the crowd. I was like, yeah. Yeah. 
someone's getting their ass beat tonight. And if you watch that Battle Royal, you will realize I was the most dominant figure in it. I had the most elimination. And fans could catch a night to remember on Fight and Fight Plus. You can watch Gavin Alexander in that Battle Royal. Plus, you could see Camille versus Soraya Knight, Todd Latimer versus B.O.W., Mustang Mike versus Mason Perks with the Sinister Minister of Fear. And what I thought was the match of the night, they did a really good job of telling a story in that one. Plus, Samantha Starr with her mother baby doll versus Stacey Shadow. So it was an action-packed show. It was so cool to see Gavin Alexander for the very first time live and in person in that match. And like you said, you had a very good accounting for yourself. And usually the bigger guys do very well in the Battle Royals, even though you did not win that match. I did not win it because... Uh... David Barnabas Spector, I, I do believe that's his name. Mm-hmm. And the Amazing Velvet. Yep. Spector cost me that battle royal because he pulled down the rope after shaking my hand. I went to go tag Velvet, launch his little skinny self right on out of the ring. I'll give Velvet credit. He knew when to move. He knew when to move. He got out of my way. I went tumbling over the top rope. I was mad. Spectre got punched in his mouth. Mm-hmm. And do I regret it? Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. Because he took away from me my crowning moment of return and redemption. Now he's got me to deal with. And I'm not a nice person. Not in the least bit. I am actually quite a bastard. We'll talk a little bit more about your persona, your attitude, all that good stuff in just a couple of minutes. Just want to rewind a little bit. So you've been wrestling for about two decades now. So what is your 21 years? Okay. So what is your background? My adopted father, uh, he was a wrestler way back in the territorial days. Velvet actually knew my father. Velvet worked my father. Velvet lost to my father, which means Velvet gets in the ring with me one-on-one. He'll be losing to two generations of Alexanders. I was trained. uh, I started at New Midwest Wrestling to train. I left there, went to a couple other companies to train, and then I went to the School of Smothers in Lincoln, Illinois. And by God, Tracy freaking Smothers that OG thug, that was my that was my trainer. That was my that was pops. Sort of like I was his boy streets. That was my pops. Miss him every day. I've been in the ring with people like Mickey Knuckles, uh, the amazing Pookie, uh, Joseph Schwartz, Zodiac, many people, many many people. I've even wrestled Tracy a few times. I mean, I've wrestled some of the best and some of the worst in the business. It is what it is. Had no idea Tracy Smothers had connections in Central Illinois. Oh, yeah. He had connections in Central Illinois. Uh, The promoter of a certain company, which I'm not going to give any press to because there's a lot of heat there, brought him in. And then they decided to create the school. And Tracy was coming and training every weekend. He would be, he would take time off the road and swing right through Lincoln. And he'd start calling up the boys, hey, let's get in here and work. And we would. We'd start off with some yoga and some Tai Chi, some cardio. Then we start working. 
And sitting under the Smothers Learning Tree was one of the absolute greatest things I've ever done. That was a good dude. Oh, he was a great man. Great. So now let's talk a little bit about this persona, the Slaughterville Nightmare. I, I watched a few of your promos during my research for this. Nightmare, movie. the nightmare part has actually been killed off of it because you you've got the Nigerian nightmare. You got nightmare this, nightmare that, nightmare, nightmare, nightmare. And I've been running with the name Nightmare for 15 years now. So a lot of these people who are actually to jump to a different level and start using the nightmare moniker. Remember me someday, people. Uh, no, it's actually the Slaughterville Plague. Plague now, okay. And the Messiah of Violence. Or whatever people want to call me, as long as they don't call me late for dinner. <laughs> and watching those promos now, I kind of like the tone of how it fits your character. And who are your inspirations behind the persona of the Slaughterville Plague? Well, if you're talking about movie-wise, you got your Hannibal Lecter, your, your Bateman from American Psycho, a little Leatherface, a little Jason. But we're talking about in-ring inspirations besides my father, Tracy, Shane Douglas, Raven. Of the newer class, Eddie freaking Kingston, Sammy Callahan, Matt, all of OVE, the Chris Brothers, Bolton, Callahan, Rich Swan, all the Ohio boys, pretty much. Mm -hmm. One of my biggest inspirations right now is my 19-year-old son, because he's following in dad's footsteps. And I'm trying to stick around this damn business long enough where when he's trained, he's going to see me. So he's uh, he's training right now, huh? Yes. I'm actually contemplating him, contemplating sending him down to the Ace Academy with Cowboy Bob, or I'm going to have him training under Sam Knight. Okay. Two phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal work. By the way, quick shout out to my boy Chaz Moretti. Quick shout out to him. I do want to bring up a show in October. Okay. We had a referee pass away, SPOs, or as everyone would call him, man bun. <laughs> and I am going to be on October 7th in New Albany, Indiana. I'm going to be at the show We In Here. It is a Sean P. birthday celebration show, October 7th of 23 at Our Lady of Perpetual Hop Bar. It's got a 12 noon start time. $20 general admission. We're trying to raise some money. We got some things to handle for that family. So we're going to have wrestling, music, and comedy. Great day of celebration for Sean. SPO, we miss you every day, man. You're a good brother. You're a great dude. We got you down here. Take care of him up there for us. Kind of sad I never got to meet Sean, but I heard a lot of people talk about Sean. A lot, I know a lot of people who knew him, and he was just such a beloved figure in the Midwest. Actually, I'm really sad because he was supposed to come and referee the benefit show that we had for me for when I got shot. 
he oh, actually was going to come to it. Mm-hmm. Then, next thing you know, yeah, breaks our hearts. Trust yeah. me. Way too young. Way too. Way young. too damn young. And yeah. he's got a little girl, and it, it's just it's heartbreaking. And for fans right. listening, it's called We In Here. It's in New Albany, Indiana at Our Lady Perpetual Hops, Saturday, October the 7th, a birthday celebration for Sean Patrick O'Brien, a.k.a. Ref Spo. And it's noon Eastern time for the start. Admission is $20. And this is a show that promises, like you said, wrestling, music, and comedy. And Gavin Alexander will be a part of that. Go ahead and support the cause for a good time. Check out We In Here on October the 7th. Other names that will be in the building for this show. Myron by God Reed, Hoodfoot, Isaiah. Now, right there, those three names are worth admission alone. Mm-hmm. Then you got the bruisers, Mitch Malik and Robert Cat. And then you got myself. We we doing it for you, SPO, Mr. Man Bun. So back to your character a little bit. What kind of movies are you into? And you mentioned some of the horror movies. And you've talked about the influences of those movies on your character. Is there any other movies that may have uh, been an influence on the Slaughterville Plague? Clockwork Orange. Definitely a Clockwork Orange fanatic. I mean, there's if you ever catch it, I'm in one of my really wild moods. If I've got someone on the ground, I'll start singing, singing in the rain and start kicking them and punching them while they're down. That's just me enjoying myself. That'd be something to see. Oh, it's (laughs) interesting, especially if I got the cane with me. That's always a good time. Now, you spend a lot of time working in central and downstate Illinois, and you occasionally pop up in the Chicagoland area like you did for WAW North America. You did a show or so for Windy City Pro Wrestling up in Sycamore. So, is there Yeah, any- I just wrestled recently. Matter of fact, it was last Saturday up in Sycamore. Oh, okay. So you were there. Okay. Yes. And then, uh, uh, Myself and Ragnar the Relentless, and we are the society. Okay. So you're you are doing some continual work with uh, WCPW and Big Time over there. Oh no! See, I got an issue with Big Time. Big Time, I see you've been laughing at the posts like the one I made about being on here today. Keep laughing. I'll give you something not to laugh about. And my next question was going to be: uh, are, Is there a chance that you're going to be doing more shows in or near Chicago? And it sounds like you're not finished with WCPW. Oh no, I'm not finished with Big Time, or as I like to call. Them, Small time. I'm not finished with WAW North America. I still want my match with Mustang Mike. What was I disappointed I wasn't in the match with Mike for the North American title? Yes. Mm-hmm. I was kind of bummed out. Mason Perks brought his A game though. I like that kid. Mm-hmm. But Mike, 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 Mike. You haven't seen the last of me. I don't care if you are 100 years old, look like you were chiseled out of granite like some statue they got at a freaking museum. I'm 44, 330 pounds of pure twisted hate and violence. I'll see you soon, Mike. I promise. 
Yeah, you mentioned he really is a chiseled figure. He's 52 years old. He looks like he's carved out of granite, and he's just an amazing I'll give him credit. The man takes care of himself for his age, but he's never faced anyone like me. Yeah, uh, that will be a hell of a match if and when it finally happens because it'll be Oh, there's others from W there's others from WAW North America I want to get my hands on. Oh yes. I want a match with Bow. I will find Thomas Vladimir. Those are the three main people. Three main people from that company. I can't wait to see. Because for 21 years, I, I'm not your average wrestler. I'm I'm not 250 pounds, look like someone chiseled me out of granite. I don't have a spray tan. I'm not politically correct. I'm not correct in any way, shape, or form because I speak my mind. And if I think someone's an idiot, well, guess what? You're an idiot. I'm nothing what this society says people should be. I am the way of a real society and being who I am. There's a difference in this world. Wish most people would learn it. So we talked a little bit about music before we went on the air, and you're wearing a Tupac shirt today. So you were kind of into the old school rap scene. So tell me, tell me a little bit about your favorite music. I've got very eclectic music uh, favoritism. I used to be a radio DJ in Springfield, Illinois. So I listened to everything from Frank Sinatra and the Rat Pack all the way to Slipknot Cannibal Corpse. Right now, I'm, I'll always love listening to some old Tupac, you know. Him when he was with Digital Underground, the song I Get Around, or the Humpty Dance, or, or Brenda's Got a Baby, or Dear Mama, or stuff like that, you know. Mm-hmm. Anything of Tupac's was always great. I mean, honestly, the last great rapper was Eminem. He is truly the GOAT right now. He is up there with Snoop, Dre, Pac, Biggie, Cube, Ice-T. He's there. So that's my like for rap. As I said, Frank Sinatra. I love listening to the chairman of the board. I also like Manson, Slipknot, Shattermask. You know, bands like that. Mm -hmm. As I said, very eclectic musical taste. I mean, if you ever hear my theme song, it's um, Rob Zombie's Blood in the Sawdust. I wonder why. Makes perfect sense. <laughs> so what does the future hold for Gavin Alexander in this business? I don't know, but I'm going to write this song a bitch till the wheels fall off. I, I don't know where it's going to take me. I know I will be working with WAW North America on a constant basis until my business is done with windy city i'm not done there yet big time small time prime time fry time i don't care what he calls himself i'm not done with him not not in the least he brought the anger out of me when he was talking about oh well i just i just hire muscle bound people and if you don't look a certain way then i body shape well guess what i am a fat boy i don't give a goddamn i can out wrestle most people 
but I don't bring that side out in me. They always catch my violence. For for me, violence is like an STD. Everyone can get it. You are quite the performer. Even when I caught a glimpse of you at uh, Night to Remember, I mean, this is a big dude, but he can move around that ring and he knows his stuff. I was really, really impressed. Let me get a one-on-one match with someone. I, I'm begging for every wrestler who hears me and who wants to get me in the ring and try to punch me in my face. I'm begging you. Let's go um, a little classier with our match. British round rules if anyone's got the guts. I'd love to see that. That's awesome. I love British round rules. A 330-pound man doing British round rules. That'd be awesome. Take on anyone, man, woman, as long as it ain't a cat or a dog. There's a game I want to play with you real quick, though, Mike. Okay. You're going to think of it. I'll give you the answers. I want to do a word association game, and I want to give you answers. Favorite promotion? Favorite promotion that I work at or that I don't work at? Uh, however you want to phrase it. The for- favorite promotion I've worked at over 21 years? I had a blast at WAW North America. That one really made me feel alive. And I've been feeling dead for years. So that one was a blast. Now, company I want to get to? There's three companies I want to hit before I'm done. I want Ring of Honor, New Japan. And I want to go across the pond to very old England and knock on WAW's door. So, Mom, Soraya, if you hear me, just know I'm trying to come over there and whoop up some British people's asses. Okay, WWE. Oversaturated with good talent that they don't know what to do with. Example of that, Joe Gacy. Yeah, I love that guy. Good. I love this. I love the schism. I do, but they're not making it right. What about AEW? Too many internal problems that get shown to light. If they would keep their personal business in the locker room and not let all the fans, you know, fans are fans for a reason. They don't need all the insider dirt sheet, you know, terms and knowledge of what's going on in the locker room. They don't need to know that X person gets paid X amount of dollars a year. They don't need to know that. They like us. They show up to the show. They We take them out of their world for 10, 20, 30 minutes a match, and then we're good. Stop trying to be us. Independent wrestling. Needs a revival. Needs a serious revival. Needs clean. Needs purified. Favorite wrestler? Of all time? Mm-hmm. Well, besides my father and Tracy. I would have to say I'm really big on... I love what the Blackpool Combat Club's doing. I'm really big on Eddie Kingston. I love what he did over in Japan. Matter of fact, sir, goddamn yes. Plus, he's a, him and Sammy Callahan, both guys who are no bullshit. They'll tell you exactly how it is, and I respect that out of them. So those are that's kind of where I'm leaning at right now. And 
one, two other men. Pete Dunne, I hate the fact that they're calling him Butch, and the Ring General. I'm big on Walter and Samoa Joe. Deathmatch wrestling. It is an art form. It has places, and I think proper psychology, proper ring work, death matches are fun. Would I do them? Yeah. But I'm not just going to go in there, get carved up and carve myself up just, you know, because I can. Mm -hmm. I'm going to tell the story behind it. Why are we at this point? Why are we trying to kill each other? Exactly. Best wrestler theme music. I love Myron Reed's music. Myron Reed's got some banger-ass music. Uh, Kingston's, again, I'm an Eddie Kingston guy. I can't help it. Moxley going old school with Wild Thing. Love it. it. Just There's too many. I cannot directly choose one. If there's one that really gets me just like frozen in time, Brian Danielson and Eli Dragunov and cool. Walters. Those three actually just freeze time for me. 80s wrestling. I was born in the wrong era. I love 80s wrestling. One of my favorite matches be Terry Funk, Ric Flair. I quit. God rest Terry's soul. Mm -hmm. um, Steamboat Flair, Iron Man. Dusty and Flair, anytime. Harley. You know, there's so many, like, if the wrestlers in the independent scene nowadays would not study, and don't get me wrong, the Young Bucks are doing big things. You know, guys like that are doing big things. But if they would go back and study guys like Rhodes and Flair and uh, Anderson's, uh, just that era, learn the storytelling from that era, wrestling would be on a different level now. I mean, you mentioned the Bucks. I mean, study teams like Arn Anderson and Tully Blanchard, the Midnight Express, people like that. No, I, I was saying if the kids nowadays wouldn't go to like the Bucks and Omega and all them to learn from the ground up, you mm -hmm. know, yeah. And their stuff in later on isn't a bad idea. I'm a 330-pound man that does a suicide dive. You know, mm -hmm. I added something new. Learn from the ground up. Get a solid foundation. And that era of wrestling was solid. How about Jake the Snake, Roberts? Love him. Love Jake the Snake. Actually got to meet him at a company in central Illinois. And they did a big show at the military school. And Jake was one of the nicest guys I ever met. I'm glad that DDP, you know, helped him out and everything. And I'm glad Jake's on that good road. Maybe not necessarily your favorite wrestler, but your greatest of all time wrestler in your mind. Ric Flair. I'll never say Hogan because America really destroyed Hogan's character. All the five moves of doom, the all that. Watch his match with great Muda. In Japan, now that was wrestling. Mm -hmm. Hogan, Hogan did a freaking hurricanrana in Japan, but wouldn't lift a leg up unless it's to do a big boot in America. Come on now. 
All right, Gavin, uh, before I let you go, go ahead and promote your upcoming events. Upcoming events. Well, my next events for RCW down in Oblong, Illinois. Then I will be the month of uh, October is getting pretty busy for me. October 7th, SPO, we're doing it for you. Then the 13th, I'm at RCW down Southern Illinois. The 20th, I'm back there. The 21st, I'm just going to go. I, I'm taking that day off, and I'm going to go kick in the doors at Windy City. They don't like me. I'm not politically correct. I'm not a good person. This society is what made me who I am. You have everything taken away from you just for getting shot. Have your best friends turn their goddamn backs on you and see if you care about people, because I don't. Not in the least bit. All right, Gavin, thank you so much for coming on Windy City Slam Podcast, and we'll hope to see you down the line at one of the shows somewhere in Illinois. Uh, much love to Windy City Podcast for having me on. I've listened to this podcast for many years now. Now I finally got to make my debut. Mr. Pancal, thank you. We will catch you down the road, Mr. Alexander. Just remember, fans. I am the one your gods have warned you about. The society's coming. Be ready. Great conversation with Gavin Alexander and you don't know a lot of things until you start talking to that person, and I had no idea he had a connection to Tracy's mothers, and then Tracy helped train him and everything. That's really, really cool. That just proves that wrestling's just this one big family tree where, you know, people know people, and you don't realize it, but it's really, really cool, and I just love it. I just love it. All right, next week, we're going to recap freelance wrestling, including the showdown between Trevor Outlaw and referee Dan Perch. And we're going to preview local events such as AAW Pro as they invade Joe's on Weed Street in the city. And then we welcome, for the first time, one of the hottest up-and-coming wrestlers in the Chicagoland area, a former ARW champion, a former SCW Genesis champion, sharpshooter James Creed. And we're going to talk about Southland Championship Wrestling's WrestleTopia 4, and much more. You can catch all that right here on Windy City Slam Podcast. So long, everybody. Windy City Slam Podcast.